0: what's up everybody this is phil rogacki and i'm jared Avergina. you're listening to two tree guys podcast what's up everybody this is phil rogacki here coming from north carolina at arbor fest uh hey guys i got a couple guests on the uh, podcast today from Georgia north Georgia north no, not Georgia. South north Georgia. Georgia North Georgia I just want to get that straight Georgia. but before we got get in with uh, Brett and Kevin here and hear their story and them working together for what the last 10 years yeah uh, uh, this is going to be this is going to be a good one guys this is a good one so you know wherever you're at just pull over if you're driving or take a break and listen to this guy i just got to meet him uh a month ago and oh my goodness standard oh my goodness but (laughs) but before we dive in you guys uh you got to pay the fee and that fee is share it if you like it if you got something out of it uh if it made you laugh or you know you learned something share it with us uh not with us share it with your friends and your family and everybody just put it out there and if you don't like it and you thought it sucked um don't share it because I don't want anybody to know this podcast ever existed. So Thanks, I appreciate everybody for that. But <laughs> let's get in there, man. Welcome, guys. Well, Have you ever done a podcast? I haven't. No, this is your first one? Uh-huh. All right, I'm going to put these mics up. I can tell that you haven't done one. I'm back. <laughs> no. I'm back. Are you range. back? Yep. Okay, good, good. No, welcome, guys. This is your first uh, ArborFest?
1: Yeah, it is. It's my second expo. though has been the first one I've actually been able to absorb.
0: Good, good.
1: He was drunk on the first one. No, <laughs> yeah. no, I wasn't. I, well, I wish I had been, but I wasn't. <laughs> Which no, one was that? It, it was um uh, CIA uh, maybe Indianapolis? four years ago. Okay. No, it was in Charleston. Charleston, okay.
0: Nice, nice.
1: Great. Or Charlotte, Charlotte, rather. Charlotte? I believe so. Yeah,
0: Charlotte. It was it was. back in Charlotte again this year.
1: Okay. Awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. We'll be It's there. gonna be good. I'll be there to, like to, you, to you. see what assure. we
0: have going on uh, <laughs> there in November. It's gonna be really awesome. Oh, if you need some help, there. let me know. Okay. Good. It's in November. Yeah, it'll be November. I'll November be like third, fourth, and that. But we're, we're
1: gonna bring the whole posse.
0: Bring yeah. them all. Bring them all. We're gonna have some fun. We're That's for bring sure. Bring a bunch
1: of really horrible children and dogs and everything. <laughs> Let's all rent right. a bus. Lo- <laughs> you don't <laughs> look. so enthusiastic. More the merrier. Let's do it. Bill just said, "Okay." Uh
0: huh. But and, let's get into it. You know, uh, um, with your guys' story. You know, how you guys got in the industry, and and you know, kind of where where you guys are at, and working together for the last ten years in your company, and where you guys are going. And I, I'm, who wants to start?
2: I think. Uh, give I, us the story. Who was the first one to get started. in this industry? Uh, We're almost neck and neck. Probably similar. Yeah, we both. I'm I'm going about fifteen. You guys years. met at a yeah, gas station. Years. Yeah, we 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 both pretty much vets in the industry we met yeah we met at a gas. not <laughs> in the bathroom at the pump that's that's after mean, hours but we uh, <laughs> we were both working for different companies at the time and we, we always talked about working together and it was kind of like one of those things where you know the stars working for one align. company working for another company both had bosses stars didn't really align until he went out and started to really do his own thing started growing his company as a consultant. I've worked for a couple different companies, but one big company in Atlanta for like almost 10 years and made great money. And yeah, it's one of those things where, can you hire me? It's like, can you, can you afford me essentially? Yeah. And once he finally got his company where it was at, he was, he was like, come on. And I was like, all right, I'm going to leave the company and we're going to work together. So.
1: I couldn't afford you at
2: all. I just no, he started couldn't afford- <laughs> throwing money at you. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't Dollars. afford me in the beginning. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, was a, yeah, lot. We, a we, lot of fancy ramen.
1: <laughs> fancy ramen. Uh-huh.
0: You got to put some ground beef in the ramen. Yeah. And, yeah, Spice it up with some
2: cheese. But it's a good mm-hmm. trip. We're a good yin and yang for each other, for yeah. sure. Good. And, and we both really care about the industry, the standards of the industry, because where we live in the southeast, there's so much malpractice, essentially. It's like Awful. I mean, there's so many bad tree companies out there that are doing things wrong. They still spike trees when they're pruning. I mm-hmm. still see it to this day and yeah. uh yeah we just decided to try to make something professional
0: now do those companies know right and choose wrong i uh, or, no. or they just have no I idea. Don't, i don't it, think it's most both. of them
1: i don't think they even know it's both yeah but there's a lot of guys that like that i look at that i that i was raised by that i look i idolize them yeah and they took really good care of me but like it's like and i'm a i'm a half-ass climber at best yeah. and i could smoke right. them smoke them spikeless gotcha
2: yeah a lot of old vets spike don't want a spikeless prune they just don't and in, in the south because we have so many trees you can get away with it yeah. you know yeah. but you, you you're, you're 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 spiking up you're gaffing up a you know 880 200 and something year old white oak tree and the effects are just death i mean you see it and i go and I look at it afterwards i'm like oh good lord like who's done this and then I mean, long story short, I moved to Colorado for a short period of time. And mm-hmm. I worked for a company out in Colorado, one of the biggest in the state. And I asked the guys one day, I was like, do you guys do much spikeless pruning? And they're like, what's spikeless pruning? <laughs> and I was like, it's where you prune trees without spikes on. And they're like, why <sighs> the f- would you prune trees with spikes on? Like, they couldn't get their head. They and, didn't and know all, this they didn't know. existed. No, I was like, and that's where I come from. I was like, that's the, that's the industry that I was... Well, let's, let, me, let me start Raised with you. How, how'd you get in the industry? Uh, I had a buddy who owned a tree company who basically just shoved money in my pocket to come and work for him because he knew I was a good sales rep. Yeah. And uh, anything I'm like real passionate about, I'm really good at selling. Yeah. So I was selling roofs. I was in the roofing industry and I was mm-hmm. doing pretty well. I was like a 20 year old kid. I was making almost six figures at 20 years old and he just shoved money in my pocket. He was like, let me show you what I do for a day and took me, drove around. Showed me his crew Showed me what they were doing and That was pretty much but it But why would you Why would you leave that? Because you are going to go Make more money? He or promised what? me more money Did you get it? And I mean Initially I had to work on the ground yeah. You know I had, to, I had to drag branches Run saws Run wood chippers And I understood Because you can't sell something You don't understand So mm-hmm. Essentially I just Found myself He promised me He was like Three months on the ground I'll have you selling Next thing I knew I was knocking doors And stuff It was very You know very ground level yeah sales type stuff i'd say hello hey, i got an arborist in the neighborhood and come and take a look at your trees and like at the time i didn't even know what the hell an arborist was you know <laughs> yeah and then i mean yeah here we are 15 years later 15 it's like, years it's like man it's uh it's, a been a, it's been it's been it's
1: been a ride so that's that's, that's how
0: you entered in how'd you enter in?
1: Uh, i think i might have been well i think i was about knee high to my dad. Uh-huh. And I saw Sony EMC, uh-huh. it's our, our local power company. a large company. electrical company. They have a lot. Cause of the- I, I grew up on 11, eight, an 11 acre horse farm. And we got, everything's cleared on our side. Well, selectively cleared. Um, but then my neighbor's property, it's a wall of pines. 100, 120 foot pines. So the power company is constantly coming through doing line clearance. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe three or four and Sonny and my dad were letting me throw pine cones and sticks into the chipper.
0: Uh-huh. And I was
1: just absolutely blown away. Really? My dad's a graphic designer, but my dad taught me how to fell and buck trees.
0: Really? What'd your he, dad learn?
1: He had, well, he bought the farm um, back in mm-hmm.
0: 80, 1983.
1: It's your farm now. It's ours. Ours. Yeah. Gotcha yeah unfortunately that's where that's where the business is yeah everything it's a family that's where he keeps all his crap oh my (laughs) crap all my old broken down trucks and my shiny not broken down trucks. it's beautiful crap it's beautiful still makes it makes
2: makes a lot of money
1: Uh, we built a really beautiful parking pad on top of my horses god rest their souls (laughs) but um my dad uh a really good friend of his from high school owns i don't know if he still owns or owned a tree service down in columbus gotcha so my dad had him come up for about a week. Cause my dad's like, I'm not doing that, but you're going to teach me how to do it. So he came and he taught him how to fell trees. Nice. Um, it's, like, it's like, but it's also, it's like my graphic designer father had a hard hat with a face shield and earmuffs and chainsaw chaps, and knew how to take care of his chainsaw. And dude, we cleared.
0: Because of that guy yes. that, yeah.
1: Yeah. Came and so him. it's like, and the guy was very old school, but like my dad's like, I, my dad will not do anything that Like if he's not going to do it perfect, you know he's he's a graphic designer by trade, but he is a master carpenter (laughs) and he builds barns and he can fell trees like a savage monster. Wow! Um, But that that's, I was like, oh, it's like oh, dad does it too. I want to be like dad. Yeah. And my dad's like, you're out of your mind. (laughs) He's like, he tells me I'm nuts. I'm like, yeah, it's because you taught me how to do this. You're nuts too. But that like. I just really idolized like those guys because they were familiar faces at uh, Sony EMC, um, uh, the power company.
0: So how'd you get? What was your first company? Or how'd you get introduced? You liked it? You seen it? A bunch of three-year, terrifying people.
1: Uh, uh, Yeah, I was introduced about that age, and I started when I was 15. 15. Yeah, I'm 31 now. What company? (laughs) <laughs> what yeah exactly what company like it wasn't No, it was a I bunch think, of I crazy think that, hillbillies i think that's a thing
2: <laughs> that's a thing in the beginning too like yeah. when you first get into the industry because we have uh the industry as a whole in the southeast and especially in georgia like suburban atlanta you have a lot of um you have there's a lot of tree companies with yeah. a lot of trees a lot of. so, so and for whatever reason i don't know like what the ego maniac thing is but a lot of tree company owners they're a-holes they're and they run their guys into the ground. Typically, like if you're, you know, just a kid, they're going to try to overwork you, or like, you know, you don't you don't have that kind of value to the company. You can be replaced. Gotcha. So, uh, Everyone. You can expendable. find yourself working for several different companies before you find a good fit, and then work your way up if you c- want to be in production. Like gotcha. I, I started in production, but I had no intent of remaining in production. So is I every- always knew I was going to be a sales guy.
0: So is everybody working with? you know, crazy hillbillies, pickup truck, chainsaw. It's just.
1: not, it's not, there's but levels. basically even like a lot of the multi-million dollar a year companies, that's their culture. It is go hard, go fast, go, go, go. Get your ass up that tree, or you're fucking fired, fuck you. It just, it's, it's awful. Gotcha. And there's uh, there's a lot, there's a collective of companies, which I talked to you about, Gosti a little bit, mm-hmm. um, who, um, Rusty Lee, who works for Arbor Equity, his uh, operations manager is here who I've not yet to meet, mm-hmm. but uh, that's that's kind of like his little baby. Gotcha. And that's what we need because that is the culture. It's like even a lot of these companies get millions of dollars worth of equipment and they look very shiny mm-hmm. and pretty on the outside, but on the inside, they're a disaster. So Man, why- sort of 14, 15. There's a lot of management it? positions. But, but how
0: do you guys below. see that and, and, and not have been that company or turned into that company? What, what was different it. about you? to make, we've, we've done it that.
1: for
2: yeah, years we, we've we've seen both sides i've seen but the haven't good side but have these individuals also
0: that started these companies seen both sides they
2: don't care yeah it depends
1: but on but why do the they morality, not care but you guys morality care thing. because we, we want to change right. the industry yeah okay. we want to do it right dude i'm 31 and my body is torn up i am mm. tore up mm-hmm. I'm 36
2: but. and I am just destroyed from
1: driving around in a truck all day. I'll put an air ride seat in your Tacoma and I'm going to buy you soon. Uh, oh, man, I mean, it shows, uh, the sales I just, side is
2: is obviously very different from the production side, mm-hmm. and you know, production side that's the dirty, yeah. gritty, getting it done. And then my side is that I know that somebody's going to have to do this. How can I make this as easy as possible for those guys? Yeah. Whether it be through equipment, you know, just any form of <clears throat> managing how this is going to get done because you know as a lot of people don't know like taking a tree down is one thing making that tree disappear that's the whole other half of the the process it's a hard part you know how's the access alongside of the house like is it uphill? is it downhill are there stairs What is there fences I got to take apart there's all sorts of little variables that go in there and you want to make it as easy as possible on your guys
1: that's the gap that I think that we have completely and utterly closed though is there's such a massive disconnect from Owner, sales, and production. Yeah, we don't have that disconnect. No. Yeah, we don't have that at all. There's no fighting. There's no arguing. If I can pull a plug at 2 o'clock twice a week, that makes me really happy. Because mm-hmm. I've just been dogged and dogged we and dogged. We need to pull around. a plug. Go home. Oh. Yeah, go home. Yeah. We hit quota. Everyone gets paid for 12 hours to go home.
2: I mean, you hit your numbers. You, yeah. you, you get where you want to get for the week. It's like, I mean, we're good. If we can... That is like a disconnect too between yeah. like a uh, uh, owner and employees is to when you hit your numbers and you do great but it's say it's friday and it's two o'clock and you've even been over your numbers and you're like oh let's go do another 1500 or something yeah they, for you, you go home yeah. To their case, your guys dude. eventually they see that and especially if they see the numbers they're gonna be like come on yeah. man like you're mean, not out you're here with us like you're yeah. not you know because the owners a lot like a sales guy most owners tree company owners are the sales guy for the smaller companies until they can afford to hire somebody or whatever and they lose that connection i've i've left the company before i came to work with him because of that disconnect the owner was just it was all money 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 he took a get the check too
0: well it's what you guys are saying there uh i mean for i've been in the industry for 12 years and let me tell you right there what you said of connecting the operation connecting the sales and connecting ownership together, following the same carrot is what I say. Uh, it brings your company as one because you're big, focusing. Because sales is focusing off commission. Yeah. These guys are focusing off production. You know, Owners trying to get yeah. profit, but we're all trying to get different things. So what I've seen out there, and, and if anybody else is listening to this, make comments on it uh, or post or send us a message, but what's worked for myself and the companies was, Lining the same carrot. When the ownership and the company makes money, we all make exactly. money. It's the incentive. sales make money. It's incentive yeah. and it's basically the crews make money, bonus. Yeah. So, so I want the crew too. to go, dude. We got done early. Give me another fifteen hundred bucks because I'm gonna make a little bit more right. money because mm-hmm. that bonus at the end of the month is gonna mm-hmm. be an extra five hundred bucks. Or
2: yeah, or if or if you want to, if you want to make more money and work a later date, throw the guys some extra money. Yeah. yeah. That way everybody, everybody everybody wins. wins. Because the the moment the entire production staff feels like they're not getting any extra yeah. and they're getting squeezed like
1: that, yeah. they're not going to be happy where they work. It's
0: just a matter of time to where they're like, "I'm out." Well, it's, to-
1: it's top to bottom too, because like if I go if I go sell a job and we yeah. cut that job, he gets commissioned. Mm-hmm. because I'm not going to bone him because it's not his job. Say I went, I drove to that job and I sold it. Mm-hmm. Well, that, I'm taking I'm taking his job away. Yeah. Yeah, you know, We make it fair. We, yeah, work, we work good as a good. team, for that's sure. That's good. We really do, and it's like, because I'm, I'm really transparent about what's coming in, what's going out. It's like even my my climbing apprentice, like all, all the guys, they're I would say three of four of them are pretty green. I just hired a heavy hitter who my foreman who passed away a few yeah. weeks ago, he's been trying to hire him for like a year. Gotcha. And when my foreman passed away, he's like, I want to I come on. That's you know, but he's, he's a heavy hitter. And then we've got Nolan, he has been doing about 20 years. So we got five. He bounces nice. in and out. Nice. This, of we're, old homie of mine, this time
2: but... next year, we'll have twice as many employees. We'll awesome. Probably have and probably have 15 people
1: soldier. or so and a couple new toys. And...
2: Nice. But yeah, so yeah, we're, we're
1: headed in the right direction. When you don't sure. run people into the ground, because I'm production true and true. Just 100%. I'm a hell of a salesman.
2: I'll sell you a bag
1: man. of dirt. <laughs> <laughs> but I work. I work hard, but I work smart and yeah. it's not beat me up anymore. And I've been working so hard and I have fucked myself for so long on money Yeah, because I ref—I refuse to treat people bad. And that kindness has been mistaken for weakness by a lot of people and it yeah. is- I'll say something fired. real quick. I do
2: notice uh, I've worked for a few different companies over the years and uh, small and big and as a small company he puts a lot of money back into his business into equipment into the guys whatever it is into
0: his training a
2: lot he 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 puts it all back into the company and then the company I just left and I'm not gonna say any names but it was the opposite there was no money I mean I watched the guy he's doing 30 40 plus thousand a week one crew with one crew it's it's a super crew I mean they're one of the best climbers in the world with mm-hmm. mm-hmm. some great ground guys but they they work they work with what they have you know just an old beat up chipper a couple of beat up chipper trucks a grapple truck that's in the shop once a month like and he's doing 40,000 a week and he's still struggling to make payroll every week hmm. underlying I don't know what's going on but like hmm. all I can say is he he could he could really build that company and do something great especially with the name of the company hmm. but uh, he doesn't And it was one of those things where I worked for him for years. We're like almost 10 years. I love the guy. He's a good friend of mine. Yeah. But me and Kevin kept talking and I never stopped talking. So
0: how long you guys been working together? Uh, Really technically a year. Okay. Dude. Well,
1: oh, oh, all in all, but like you said, uh, oh, like uh, yeah, side projects. And shit. in August. Yeah, yeah. Well, the well, full been, time in August. He been, yeah. he's been selling good work because we were doing side work on weekends. Yeah, we'd like he fill was, up yeah. a trailer pruning. And I stuff get like real that. busy even like a few years ago, and I just dump like 15, 20 leads on me, You go knock them out, and I've yeah. never been afraid to show up to one of his quotes.
0: That's awesome, man. That's awesome.
1: And it's yeah, like I'm any any well. time that you if you would say it was like underbid per se, it's because I was ill equipped. I give my heads up. Yeah. yeah. He's like, Oh uh, we got it. Who's <laughs> <laughs> climbing today? So
0: <laughs> where, what was the point, let's say, in your guys' career where you guys knew maybe you don't know this, like this is what I'm gonna do for the rest of my life. This is it.
1: Um He got pissed off and I didn't I couldn't afford him. I left for two No, I'm months. talking
0: not just with the company, but in this industry.
1: Personally, individually. Oh, okay. individually. You go first.
2: I don't know, honestly. I would say probably I, I got in the industry when i was like 22 23 and i would say by the time i was 26 or 27 i was almost making six figures and i was mm-hmm. like i was considering joining the military and like other things and i was like where well, am i gonna make this kind of money like yeah. and i was doing well enough to where i was like i could do this for a while and i just kind of I, I i i don't want to say i settled because i i know i have like greater yeah things i'm gonna do in life but um, for being as young as i was and still kind of am I mean, I make really good money.
0: But is this it? Is this the career? Or you said, this you know, you it. got other things in life you're going to do. Gonna what gonna what build, is that going to be?
2: I'm going to build a plant health care program. Yep. Yeah, that's that's the direction we're heading. We got to so.
1: also, we got a lot of other yeah. things. On yeah,
2: the, the whole tree trimming and removal and even some treatments like root inoculations and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it's just oversaturated, sure. yeah. especially where we live. It's it's very competitive. That's, the that's the profit margin up, right? has just shrunk tremendously just in the past
1: three or four years. I've watched it.
2: Why is that? Competition.
1: Oversaturation, yeah. underregulation. regulation which I'm not a fan of laws. Every... But... Tom, we, Dick, we, and Harry can start a tree company. Anyone. We cannot... There's no regulation. Like there is like, no license. But why does everybody
0: want to all of a sudden get into the tree work? Because they
1: time. see the gross. It's it's
2: good money. It's yeah. good money and like also...
1: For some little
2: either. i mean unless you're buying like a chipper and chip truck which obviously is going to set you back 100 150 grand or whatever you can have a truck and trailer and go out and trim and remove trees and do 1500 two grand a day yeah
1: with no license no llc you can't get a license none of those stuff there is no like you you have to be legally you have to be licensed there's no contractor's license no no there is it's no just like no in license. it's a it's a it's wild
0: west you get a c61 specially license and b49 but you just have to take a Business, yeah, you know yeah. your business license, and there's nothing for that. Paying, there's not regular Y'all are light years ahead of us there. But all it is is anybody. You could just say I've done it for three years, and okay, now you yeah. got a D49. Or just because there's paperwork. no test, there's nothing to prove that yeah. you you do the work. Well, now well, it's even
1: looser in Georgia. I want to give and I want to give Gosti Georgians for a safer <laughs> safer tree industry a little shout out again. Yeah, and that's what. it's like I've been kind of involved on the back burner, which we're working on. We can more yeah, physically yeah. and financially involved in that to contribute and start getting a lot more meetings and promoting it like I'm doing just, right now
2: just to push some
1: form of regulation but too it's we're trying to find a little balance with regs and us being able to control it yeah but that I really I don't I'm not passionate about a lot of things yeah like everything bores me and I just I think people are full of shit <laughs> um but I'm very passionate about this I'm a passionate about Academy trained as well yeah. He's passionate yeah.
2: about safety I'll give them that like yeah, I, that's good man. hey I I don't know how they run it in California in tr- terms of tree care but in Georgia uh there's no safety. five <laughs> to six out of 10 tree companies the climbers don't wear helmets they don't wear they don't wear eye protection guys will run a wood chipper with no eye protection no ear protection they'll just be running a wood chipper no helmets nothing that's wow. the wild all west. all day dude. long. It is the wild west. There's very little regulation. And that's been a,
1: That has been yeah. it's sad to say that myself trying to I've been trying to do everything right. Treat people well, not run them into the ground. Be safe. Everyone has PPE. Everything's clean. Yeah. It has been a massive disadvantage it to me a financially. Really? I mean, I'm talking yeah. millions and millions of dollars. It's put me behind, but I refuse I refuse to be that person.
0: I like that, man.
1: Because I've been pushed to be that. I would they're, be the only person with a heart. hat. He
0: needs someone to stand the grounds and say, nope, no more. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, another person jumps on. Another person mm-hmm. jumps on. Next thing you know, created a revolution. I mean,
2: it's such a dangerous industry. You would think there would be more regulation in terms of like OSHA standards yeah. and whatnot, but there's
1: not. And it's just a people don't a whole, even know what arborists are in Georgia. Yeah.
2: And I and they and have and no it, idea. They really don't. And like when I moved to Colorado, I would tell people I'm an arborist and they'd be like, Oh, that's really cool. You'd be like sitting apart. Oh, mm-hmm. that's awesome. That's a cool job. What is that? In Georgia, they're like, what the hell's an arborist? And it, you're like, it's dude, you live a somewhere where there's more trees than like anywhere else in the country, mm. other than like maybe the Pacific Northwest. It, it, well, like, let me
0: tell you even the Pacific Northwest, when I was starting a division up there in Seattle, went up there and, you know, visiting all these properties they are like, you know, I've been, I've been a manager at this apartment complex for 30 years and I never met a person that did tree work. They, they they don't, don't do come across it. I
2: couldn't believe it. Still on a I would say probably once a I wouldn't say once a week, maybe once a month or a couple times a month I'll come across somebody who's been in their house for twenty years and they've never had tree work done. And I'm looking around their property and I'm just astounded. I'm like, you have so many things that need to be addressed. You've never in twenty years thought to how, call now, how do
0: you sell that? I mean how it do you all, say it's all circumstance. You haven't spent it's, money in twenty yeah, years, it's all, but I, now you have. It I have goes, to completely. Because it goes
2: to a tree crews where you're like, hey, right. why do I
0: have to wear a hard hat? I haven't worn it for 20 years, right. I've been okay.
2: Well, that's another, yeah, that's another. But how do industry. you, how but do you. Addressing someone's needs on their property in terms of like what they need, I can, you know, not to sound callous or anything, but as a salesperson, like I can typically read someone yeah. and determine whether or not they're going to be able to afford everything they need. Mm-hmm. So I'm, sometimes it may be a little rude or crass but I'll say like do you have a set budget do you have some sort of budget for your tree care That's a good starting point though. just to kind of like because if I see it, it's overwhelming and I'm like you have $20,000 worth of tree work and they're living in a house that I look at and not to be judgmental don't read a book by its cover but like you don't have you don't have $20,000 to spend on tree work let's yeah. address what you need done. You got to prioritize. Yeah, yeah. Prioritize. Like, what do you, what? Dude, you 1, have a dead tree here, on 2, the 000 back 000 corner 500 of your house. There. Let's start with that. Yeah. Instead of, you know, a bunch of repairs that are about to. I would forever. always
0: do the. We call it the five D's. Dead. This is what we're addressing first. You're dead, mm-hmm. dying, diseased, damaged, or distance. Fair. Yeah. Five D's. Like that's that. what we handle first. Everything mm-hmm. else. Once we get this yeah. taken. Dead's period, first. What? I learned
1: it. to tell people that they're wrong. Yeah. Oh, I need this and that. Because most of the companies, I would say, around us are very hyper-focused on upselling and cutting as many trees as they true, can true. to push it, And we walk away from the, the job. People are like, oh, this good. is scary. What do I, the We o- need to cut it down. No, you don't. The old company I used to work for
2: got really upset with me. And he's still, he's a good dude. He's just a mess. Got upset with me because I told the lady she didn't need to cut this white oak down. Probably two plus, 200 plus in years. Oh, of, I mean, it is massive. We have and she's you know people watch the news they see trees fall on houses and immediately their proactive thought is to call a tree company and get all the trees cut down there anywhere near their yep. house Don't and i go out it. and i look at these trees and i see the buttress roots of this tree just flaring out and i'm like that tree is so anchored into the ground that tree's seen a thousand mega storms it's not going anywhere let me prune this tree like mm-hmm. let me prune overextended limbs and deadwood mm-hmm. the tree and whatnot and it's and immediately a lot of those people are taken back. They're like, you know, the first three or four guys that came out here, they were going to cut it down. They never even offered to prune it. And I'm like, that's the difference between a that's tree awesome. guy and I, an arborist. And then tree like, guys will cut all your shit down. They're going to go yeah, into your house true. and say, cut it down, cut it down. Oh, she was, by the way, she was like 86 years old. She'd lived in the house for 50 something years. And mm-hmm. it's a massive white I
0: planted the tree. Like I'm great, like, great, great, great. Yeah, I plant. mean, it, who that's knows? The tree is out.
2: older than her for sure. And it's one of those things where you just, you think, Oh yeah, everybody sees dollar signs. They go out, they're gonna they're gonna cut the tree down because it's business. Don't but, that, give me and Sarah
0: that's where you're too. with with plant health care. This is where you guys are gonna change. Yeah. You know, and when you go in you don't talk about cutting, you no. talk about the, the health and the plant health care because yeah. they just had five other people that just came and talked about pruning or removing. Now you're coming in and talking something, you're become that purple cow. It's going, What? I wanna be,
1: not even mention plant health care. They so, want removals or pruning done. We're gonna come in and talk about plant okay. health care. I want to be the
2: smartest, air quotes, tree guy that steps on their property. Mm-hmm. That's not just coming in to just limit up. Fucking hate that term. Or uh, <laughs> top. Cut it down. Top it. We top. Is yeah. So yeah. And where, believe bad. it or not, where we live, it's it's kind of rural it's outside normal. Atlanta. It's kind of country. We see hundred-year-old oak trees topped. They'll literally like top the
1: two thirds reduced Yeah,
2: more than that sometimes. Yeah, and you're just like, Alright, well, it may have some shoot elongation in the yeah. long run. But in at the end of the day, I mean, that's the trees gonna die in 1020 years at least.
1: There's you no got, way it's going to recover from like, that. Like little old Gigi and her tree is failing and it's going to fall on her house. Grandma
0: Gigi. But
1: her husband planted <laughs> that tree back in 1933. <laughs> yeah. And the tops are all destroyed. If she wants to keep that tree and watch it sit there yeah. and push sprouts for five or six more years, I will come and just top the crap out of it. Yeah. Because if I can keep it alive a little longer and make it push a bunch of sucker growth. Yeah. That's one thing. That like, And people hate me for saying that. No, but if it's there's, gonna push a bunch of sucker growth and produce oxygen. It's
0: yes. There's there's a lot of teaching yes. coming around this right now of doing that instead of mm-hmm. you know if you want this tree to survive or maybe topping on the tree is mm-hmm. the best for the health. We yes. create that growth. But they're also you know like, on there.
1: That I think it's just like it's such up. a big no-no with harvest. They're just like you just don't do it.
0: I've heard it's, a few different teachings on this, and it makes sense in in the right scenarios. Yes. Pollarding right is
2: business. specimen based. Yes. Yeah. Pollarding is 100% specimen based. Do you guys get a lot of volcano mulching in California? Cuz it runs rampant in the No, city. not
0: not 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 too much or that I've it's noticed or I'm not, I just crazy. don't pay attention. Yeah. We're going to with our plant healthcare company, Cal- we're going to you know.
2: get we're going to get an air spade and start doing root collar mm-hmm. excavations and stuff like that. Are you guys dealing with
0: biocarbon? Yeah. Biocarbon? Yeah. You guys do any TGR? Mm. Growth regulators? Not, not yet. We'll no. get there. When you guys get, we'll get out of that, this so slow,
1: slow season project. It, kind of TGR, together.
0: even if you just started selling TGR and that's it, it's literally a one gallon yeah. that you mix on site. Just with put the pro. around probe. No, you just put it around the basil drench. Really? With the tree, it's ten dollars per diameter inch that you can charge for. Okay. So ten dollars per diameter. You can charge more than that, okay. but that's fine. You know what I used to charge, and and the last company I was with, we were the number one. Uh, we bought more product than any company in the entire nation. We were selling CanvaStat and get it from Rainbow or okay. TGR. Mm-hmm. Uh, it slows the growth of the tree right. up to 70 to 90%. It stops... Sending the growth to the canopy and right. redirecting the growth to the fibrous right, root right, systems. Right, right. So, awesome. what happens is when you take your hair and I triple my hair on the roots, those are your absorbing roots, you can take in three to four times more water, more. I mean, you know
2: where we would benefit tremendously from that is on the Leland Cypress. Oh, yes. <laughs> now, there's some trees you can't put it on. I
1: don't know. So, uh, it's an Chinese elms,
0: but... no go. Okay. Yeah. No go on Chinese elms. Well, you Chinese really, elms. they don't get that big If that you fast. put too, if you put two, but if you put too much to it, all of a sudden, I'll, sh- you can shrink the leaves to about this big. So what it, That's what it's
2: tougher photosynthesis. It, it, yeah. It'll
0: shrink them if you put too much. So it yeah. has to be perfect. And then also what it does, it holds your leaf, uh, uh, leaves up to like, Eighty percent longer. You get thicker green. You get one fall, one leaf drop, okay. rather than you know continually. Uh, that could go good with like, cherry trees with And It's tend amazing. Just, just. I, I haven't sold it in forever. You know myself personally yeah. and everything, and I'm sure there's just a lot more. Sell it
1: for me for free.
0: Let me tell you that mm-hmm. right there on these big oaks that you're treating, mm-hmm. you wanna preserve, we gotta, we gotta redirect the growth and we gotta slow the growth. Growth because...
2: regulators would work really, really great on a lot of our suburban trees because in suburban Atlanta, we have um, basically what builders put in. We have all these neighborhoods are little bitty lots and the house takes up most of the property. You got like a 200 yep. square foot yard and they'll put a pin oak or a willow oak uh, cultivar in the front yard and they get you know, 18, yeah. 20 inches in diameter in 15 years.
0: It's a one treatment every three years. Mm-hmm. First year, second year, third year, it's at its highest peak. Fourth year, fifth year, it starts phasing off. So
2: every three years you should come back. What's like a cost on a typical like application for something like
0: that? $10, $10 per diameter inch. You okay. got a 12, That's dollar, what you charge. 12 inch tree, 120 bucks. Yeah. Uh, this one gallon that I buy costs $600 for this gallon. Okay. But this will make you a lot, three, yeah. four thousand dollars at one gallon on there. Yeah. And it's absolutely amazing. But it's so a game at... changer. Where you guys, you don't have to wait tomorrow. You get started today on yeah. this stuff. Yeah. A, you don't need that. a machine. I mean, yeah. you don't need a plant healthcare well, plant rig. Healthcare you don't need all so, this. The
2: overhead is so low. Like that's why I want to do it. It's, TGR it's a just rise.
0: find the right product for you guys. Start doing it. I'm doing a and so you get can do it. tomorrow. Are right? you
2: familiar with micro Razier at all? Yes.
0: Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say familiar. So. But I've seen can have personally, yeah, I've seen
2: personally it. like a lot of good results from Michael Razio and um, just injecting in a grid pattern. And it was, I think, God, I think we were charging like four or five dollars an inch for the mm-hmm. diameter yeah but i was mostly doing like large oak trees and stuff like that and yeah, i've seen just within a year out. coming back and seeing the results and seeing like you know that had like aesthetic die back at the top all of a sudden they got new growth that's all awesome. the top and you're like,
0: it, it makes you a believer yeah, you're yeah, like i brought that thing oh, back shit, to this life ain't snake like, oil like yeah. Yeah. hell yeah oh then and I'm, then now when you go and you say that's what i believed in in tgr i mean for city sidewalks, or you're damaging. Mm. Let's slow down the yeah, large that's woody roots. growth regulators. Man, yeah. oh man! The
2: Chinese elms and the and the maples and stuff like yeah. that that are in the city urban
1: environments. Yeah.
0: So what's what's the plan? What's the plan for for North Georgia Arbor Management? What's what's the plan? The, what's the future hold for you talked
1: guys? Because like this is all really we're I've, so new. have been I've been yeah, fighting so for new. seven years. To he's been on his own for quite a while. I've, I have done a lot of really stupid shit by myself. For a yeah. long time to keep things going but we're probably i would say like what we're doing now is
2: we're um, we're moving in the right
1: direction good really just he's, he's getting pieces not to interrupt you but like, yeah yeah
2: you convinced me yeah you told me you could pay me uh, so far you've delivered. I polluted. couldn't, but I still paid he, you anyway. So I figured out a way to pay me.
1: Disappear for two months to go cut commercial shit out of the yeah, state. I'm and he paid me while, I, while he We're was working. gone. Yeah. Uh,
2: even though I was just doing sales, I didn't have to do any management or anything at the time. But
1: I want to really dig in and solidify our um, pruning and removal production. Because um, it's going very well, like all of a sudden. Yeah. Which, you know, clay, my late foreman <laughs> had a lot to do with that. So I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep Good. pounding on that for him, Good. and um, make some equipment purchases um, just over the next few months. Add a couple more team members, and then when I, we get slow, focus on PHC.
2: I've always said we're gonna we're gonna build a PHC, but mm-hmm. I've always said like when, in a in a in an industry full of improfessional, unprofessional companies, when you're super professional and you you're focused on like customer service you really stand out and mm-hmm. you sell yourself. It's not, it's really not that hard yeah. because I know so many companies that are just buried, they're so buried in work that they become unprofessional and they, they cut corners and then they get, they get a bad reputation. And in just the days of where, you know, the internet and social media and everything like that drives your marketing yeah. at such a high level, yeah. um, just being professional and, and doing a good job and making sure the customer is happy at the end of the day before you leave their property. Sells yeah. himself. It, it really does. It's, it's tough.
1: It, it, in our market, it's really tough, which I have just, I have not once let go of that. Like that type of approach or our type of approach.
2: Just being professional.
1: It's put me back. And it's been really hard to fight through like the dregs of our industry because
2: So unprofessional. The state of Georgia, <laughs> the state of Georgia so I would say
1: m- a majority of the client base is very price focused.
2: They're, and they're uneducated on like, you get what you pay for type thing. Yeah, they don't So get They care about the landscape. You know, you get a landscape company out and they push mow your grass or whatever, and they do a crappy job edging and blow everything into the street, whatever. Not a great job. And you get another company that comes out and they just make your yard look immaculate. Mm-hmm. You get what you pay for, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. And well, the tree industry is no different. Like, you really get what you pay for. I mean, those 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 arbor guard save a trees. Vute's, those companies, they do a really good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It, but you're going to pay.
2: You're going to pay more money. But so, I,
1: I would like a big thing in Georgia, which it also, we have a lot of trees there. I think a lot of people see them as being expendable, but we also have a lot of clear cutting. Ju- there is no. We've got a lot of old growth subdivisions from mm-hmm. like 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, even the 90s, mm-hmm. and some more recent ones, but trees are seen as expendable Yeah, because we a lot have so, so many. Coast. But that's going to be a problem because if Georgia was untouched, even down in South Georgia in the flatlands, there would be no meadow. It would just be trees, top to bottom. Gotcha. Yeah, of course. But you see when you flying on an airplane, I always yeah.
2: explain to people who don't have like a grasp on um, how dense our forests mm-hmm. are here in Georgia you fly in here on an airplane mm-hmm. look out the window of an airplane you look can't down. Walk through the all you see are holes cut into the forest of little neighborhoods and cities when you fly out west, fly to Colorado, Utah, and California, you see everything, mm-hmm. and you see it's interesting. You I see I have dotted to... little trees that are a lot of were planted, or the cottonwoods mm-hmm. that grow by the river and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But as a whole, the southeast is a forest. We're a city in a forest. I hear you know it's. I'm
0: I'm excited to see what you guys do for the next couple years, man. Spend some time with you and yeah. you know now oh, meeting you so and Brett. <laughs> we're gonna buy
2: some. We're gonna I mean, buy some really I, cool toys. I hear the. Uh-huh. I hear the
0: passion, you know, and it fires me up, and I'm, I'm excited, up,
1: dude. I'm, I was done. Like, like last year, I was done. I was over it. I was talking to you know, God rest his soul. I was actually just about to sell it to a buddy. He was going to take on all my payments, and give me a little chunk. But you way didn't. more. now, he he said, he said if you do this, you're going to hate yourself for the rest of your life. He said you're not done. Yet. You're not done. And he, yet. I think he, he, he passed away in a motorcycle accident like a week later.
0: Man. And,
1: but I was like, and so that's one of the little driving things. Oh, but like, we're we're gonna fuck shit up. I'm way. excited. So, you know, the, <laughs>
0: the people listening to this, what's each one of you just some wisdom that you can share?
1: Uh, in- I'm a homeschool dropout. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm per society standards, I am uneducated, and I am uneducated. I came into an unregulated industry, and I found out how to do it the right way. And I found out how to make it fun. I found out how to make it not painful, which it shouldn't be. It shouldn't. It doesn't have to be. You're just a fun guy, man. He's a a fun dude. He's a fun guy. He's not
2: scared to get his hands dirty. I think that's why. I like to, just, I like to I know,
0: fuck I can, shit up. I, I, like to I break I, things and destroy things. I can tell things. he got his hands dirty at the academy and training and stuff. Yeah.
1: Like, you should have you? you should have paid me there. <laughs> I was just I was just like picking up trash and teaching people how to do stuff. <laughs> I love it. I but love I, it. I fell a bunch of times. Uh, smashed my face. So what's what's
0: what's the wisdom? What's the tips from the top from you?
1: Um, there's a better way to do it, and it's about who you know. It really is. You have to find the right people. And if you're working with the wrong people, you're being told to do something that if you for one second feel like it's dumb or unsafe, stop. Go home. Quit your job. If I have almost died. I don't know how many times. I, sh- I should be dead. Because I took it. I took the punishment because I was scared of losing my job or, you know, you, you look at... Oh, oh. A business owner is the same person as someone picks up pine cones. Mm-hmm. And if they're telling you to do something stupid, go get in your car and go home. And I honestly, i that's the most important thing that I could think of to say. That's good. From, from my experience. That's
0: good. Yeah. That's good. You know, and, and I always say on, on the show, and you guys heard me say it multiple times, you don't know where this will go. And somebody's listening to it right now going... You're doing the job or up in the tree and saying, you know what? I listened to Kevin yesterday yeah. on this. and
1: I, I, ain't I have doing a lot, of, a lot of friends it. that are dead, and I, um, from different reasons, but it all stemmed from doing it the wrong way. Whether it There's was. There's always a
0: better way to do it.
1: People driven to alcoholism or drugs, or people getting. I've watched people just get pulverized from. They weren't necessarily doing anything wrong, but they just didn't know, hmm. you know? And so it's the, the biggest thing is there's a better way. And there's people like this freaking guy, Phil, <laughs> and that other freaking guy up on the hill, Jared, <laughs> at Academy who can teach people how to do the right thing. And um, by all means, if any of y'all ever need anything or confused or need some advice, call me, cause I've been through the ringer done it the wrong way for a long time, which I'm grateful for. I made it through it. And we're doing it the right way now. Good,
0: man. Good, I appreciate that. What about you, Brett? In terms of wisdom, wisdom, tips from the top that you can-
2: Man. I mean, you (laughs)
0: you gave a lot of little nuggets as you were talking- I've uh, been doing uh, this- Hours.
2: Yeah, I've been doing this a while, and I know it's, uh, I'm still kind of young in the game, but I think doing it, yeah, doing it the right way. I think doing it the right way, doing it, well, you don't necessarily have to do absolutely everything by NZ standards or whatever, but just, yeah, if you're in a situation where you think you're going to get hurt or put yourself in a position you don't want to be in, don't do it. Find another way. Um, it's a dangerous business. It really is. And you meet a lot of people. A lot of people come and go. Not everybody's, made, definitely not everybody's made for this industry. It's, no, we're all cut from a different kind of cloth and, um, You know hard work goes a long way I don't necessarily you know get out and get my hands dirty as much as I used to you know I don't run ropes and get out and start bucking logs and stuff anymore but I'm still part of the industry I'm still Mm -hmm. the face in a Mm -hmm. way that kind of comes out and has to dissect how all this is gonna be done and you know how long this is gonna take and that's probably one of the biggest factors in terms of how I price a job yeah what, what kind of equipment do I need? What are the guys going to have to go through? Are they going to have to is, carry a bunch Kevin of- Is Kevin going to call me in custody? Yeah, is this guy going to hate me <laughs> when, I, when I show him the job uh. at 8 a.m. in the morning and it's drizzling rain and everything has to be hand carried up a steep hill? Like, you know, it's it, there's a lot of factors oh, that go man. into this. And um, I think my little nugget of wisdom would be if, if you really enjoy doing something, you're going to find a way to do it right. Good. Oh, one sure and thing. be and be proud of doing it. Yeah, and it,
0: if you don't, if you're not liking what you're doing, do something else. Go,
1: yeah, go yeah. find what's But there's you like. also there's else. a lot. I know a lot of people who have never picked up a stick that work for tree companies <laughs> in the industry. It's a really great industry. It's uh, there's it's a very lot diverse. of opportunity. Yes. Just like the people that work for Cheryl Tree, mm-hmm. lot they're like, oh, we're not we're not arborists. Like, yeah, you are. Mm-hmm. So you're a tree industry professional. They yeah. are.
0: We need them as oh,
1: much absolutely. as they need us. What we, yeah. What are we, dude, and arborist, too much know. money today. I got what? a bunch of shiny things. I <laughs> gave way too much money, and they gave me a hat. They're arborists. Oh, nice. Yeah. But, nice. But there's a lot of opportunity. There's there's one thing that, and this is this is something that's like, I'll get red and sweat about. If you're a company owner, and you're teaching someone how to do things, or if you're, if you're just on production, you're in sales, if someone is afraid, and you cuss them and motherfuck them, you're a piece of shit. Because that's how I that's how I grew up, mm-hmm. and it's it has almost killed me a whole bunch of times. It's I, a rough industry. It, it is. Really it's, is. It's rough, but and there's like you got to be tough to get through it. But there's also a lot of bullshit. There's a lot. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. If if someone if their knees are clacking and shaking up in a tree. Are, are you worried about your bottom line? You're gonna screw at them, yeah. just, just screw them over, scream at them and motherfuck them? Or are you gonna say, hey, do you need to come down and talk about everything? Yeah. Cause you need to tell them that they can come down. You don't need to worry about your check.
2: A big problem in our industry uh, regionally where we are is it's the first, they're yeah. gonna scream you and cuss you and say like, what are you doing? Like, why are you taking so long? To so hurry the fuck up, you know, you're, the you're scared up pop, in a pop, tree pop, or whatever, blah, no. you don't belong there. You give them a second, you know, to talk them through
1: it or something. So I've that's watched good. my life uh, flash before my eyes. Yeah, broken ribs, crushed sternums, smashed my face, my teeth were loose. Long story short, pull barber chair, suck me into the tree. It was from stress. Thank you. Care.
0: You're here today.
1: Uh huh. And I want to make sure that that doesn't happen to anybody else. Well,
0: that's good, man. Yeah. Well, you guys, I, I appreciate you, you know, being on the show. Kevin and Brett in North Georgia Arbor management uh, I'm excited to see what you guys do in a couple years here you know the equipment and the growth grapple and everything grapple truck grapple soft truck <laughs> but, but guys uh, if you if you like the show share it put it out there you know give it to somebody there's a lot of little nuggets and things in here uh, that was great on the sales side on the production side on the front end back end working together on a, on a team. Uh, but you know, like they both said there, there's always a better way to do it. Even if this is the right way and this is it, there's a better way to mm-hmm. do it the r- always. from there. And
1: we have and, to keep searching for that. And I-
0: that's where we continue guys to elevate the standard of the industry through training, education and innovation. So till next time.
2: Yes, sir. Peace. It's about the tree. Appreciate you guys. What's about more important than a tree.